0: If you're okay with it. I am okay. I, I was
1: gonna, I was gonna lead in like great, right like knowing exactly, like knowing the intro was coming instead of being surprised by it. And now it's ruined.
0: And but so we have before. started, yeah, yeah, it, on the ETC podcast,
1: have yeah, the Exude That Chris podcast where we talk about faith, family, fun, etc. That one, yeah, that one. Oh,
0: okay. Well, if we started, ah, hi, my name at is Rob.
1: I figured at least for the Thanksgiving discussion episode. We could pretend we knew what we were doing. Well, here's what
0: I'm not thankful for. Let's <laughs> we'll start off with annoying hosts.
1: no Yeah, I'm thankful for easy intros, easy,
0: <laughs> light, and, and we don't want to put people to sleep if they're driving in their vehicle. That's true. So that would not. That's be true. Good. Wake up!
1: All right. Anyway, so uh, as he said, he's Robert. I'm Jeremy. And this is the ETC Podcast. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving for you listeners. Thanksgiving was in the rearview mirror, but for us, it's just ahead of us, just two days away.
0: Like you're about to define what Thanksgiving is? Is that what you're talking about? Like the time where we all got together? Yeah. And had a big meal?
1: Yeah, Yeah, we're we're talking about our future plans. Oh, okay. And then I guess, well, I guess for most of us future, I know you have some stuff that you already did. Yeah, we've already started. We do a jump start. uh, Well... Well, I guess you just lead in with that. <laughs> lead in with with the previous.
0: Well, no, uh, no. Well, actually, and and I did this on the post um, as as far as opening up some of our church uh, to the public through Facebook and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing a really, uh, we we've been making a lot of advancements with our live streaming and everything that we've had to accomplish, uh, getting over the COVID. Uh, stuff, all the setbacks and everything that COVID tried to put out there for a lot of churches we were able to overcome with the streaming. Um, And so we decided to start taking up another notch by putting on some posts talking about some of the things that the church does just to let people out there, not being braggadocious about it, but letting people know some of the things that we're doing in the community. And so this past weekend was really good. We solidified The uh, Operation Christmas Child, I know there's a lot of churches. That is a worldwide uh, type deal where you have the shoeboxes, fill them up with all the different supplies and everything that all be sent off. And we (laughs) had roughly for our size church, which we're, you know, uh, I don't know how many members we have, but on average attendance, we're looking at anywhere from about 90 or so. Uh, on average, and we got 376 boxes, which awesome. is not bad. Um, so, we had a big day of, of putting a prayer on all of those boxes and then loading them up so that they can be taken down. Of course, postage that's the big thing with those yeah. and raising the money for that. So, you have to do that uh, on top of everything. But uh, that money was raised as well. So, all in those little projects, and I've got to hand it to the Dollar family who uh, always take the lead in this and getting it organized and getting the church together, not only to pack the boxes, but then to raise the funds and everything to make it happen. So really big time uh, this weekend. And then the day before that, uh, we had been uh, the I guess practically the entire month of November, we had been uh, collecting things that are needed for the local food bank, whether it mm-hmm. be, you know, it could be not just food, but like toilet paper or any kind of toiletries, stuff like that, cleaning uh, supplies, and then food on top of that if there's anything that needs to be good, canned goods and things. Um, and so we, um, you know, gathered all the things that we had collected there. And one of the things that I'll have uh, the youth help out with is that we'll all gather up and place uh, Bible verses. My wife will print off Bible verses on address labels or oh, whatever kind yeah. of labels, um, different Bible verses, and then we will put those on each uh, item and then collect them all up and take them to the food bank, and I'll have the kids go down, and they'll help deliver everything. So we had two really huge uh, combining events uh, going with a giving theme, which uh, I couldn't really integrate into our sign completely, but it was like in my thoughts of thanking God for everything and also giving to those in need for Thanksgiving. Yeah,
1: I like that. Well, I think that that's probably my favorite um, aspect of this time of year is that it's just kind of forced into the consciousness of people. Um, to need to give. Um, me and Rachel were watching a, uh, that Queen movie um, recently. She has always liked the band Queen, and they were talking about the Live Aid concert and mm-hmm. how much money that raised for famine relief back in the 80s. And I'm sure you remember where you were when you watched it. It was like one point something billion people tuned in. Well,
0: that was MTV, right, mm-hmm. that, that aired that live. I, I did so, not yeah. have access to MTV at that time. Nice. I was still cable-free up but until college. one
1: of the, the articles I was reading about it, because I mean, that's what we were talking about, like, wow, I don't know how much they raised and this and that. And we got looking at just the impact it talked about, about bringing kind of those kind of giving and outreach opportunities, kind of bringing it to the mainstream consciousness. So that's what I think every year this time of year does. And I don't want people to only give this time of year however if it's the only time they think to give and we're able to remind people of that then that's wonderful and that's great and so um thankful for any giving that's done um we um actually had a couple of opportunities to give um there's a a guy our pastor was telling us about he just bumped into at the coffee shop and he's have some sort of cancer and um he just felt led to want to raise money for that so i was able to give to that that i didn't plan on obviously we give to our church um as faithfully as we can and then um I uh, had another fellow just um, randomly say, he was look, he was needing to work. He said he's hoping to just be able to make a few bucks. And I knew I had some money in my wallet. I just gave him, you know, the money that I had. And so um, I know it blessed them. And I could I could see the relief kind of. So I don't know what it was for. I didn't ask. And right, I right. know there's some people like, oh, well I'm not going to give because they're just going to go buy. You know, what? I don't know. That's between them and, and, and God, right, whatever they're going to do with it. But for me, I have more than what I need. So if I can give some of that, I'm going to try to do it willingly and happily and joyfully and um, it's just this time of year is good for that. But yeah, I think it's great. Um, We do the um, Operation Christmas Child every year. Um, Actually, I'm surprised y'all are doing yours a lot earlier. I feel like we're maybe behind the curve and I don't know if it's because, you know, right now our church is meeting at another church. Well, I I think it's the
0: shipping dates that they try to time it out. Doing it early now means by the time they get shipped out, because this is an overseas delivery, it should be arriving without any doubt before Christmas so that on Christmas they can and give I'm out the pastor. boxes and everything, uh, Our so. pastor
1: Maybe Maybe like with With everything going on Maybe they just
0: Well and right around The corner me. too Now we're stepping Into Lottie Moon time uh, for the Lottie Moon uh, drive and everything, so we'll be raising money. We've set our 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 sights high at around I think uh, 2,500 is our estimate, and usually we exceed in that. So a lot of people are very giving in that respect. And you can even think about other things, uh, hosting a blood drive. I know that right now um, there's been some emergency calls by uh, different blood centers that are trying to get donations put up. Uh, we use and I guess I can call them out because they're not. I don't think it's a, a for-profit organization or anything. But that's Life South. Okay. Uh, I know they don't charge when you use the blood at the hospitals, unlike some, which we won't mention. But um, but Life really good, and, and we can usually set up a uh, uh, the big you know trucks to uh, come in, or the Winnebagos or whatever mm-hmm. uh, that'll come in, and then you can or the buses, I guess is what they call them. But uh, but the the blood drives and everything, I think, is something else that you can help, uh, you know, possibly save somebody's life in the future.
1: So, no doubt. Well, that's awesome. Well, hopefully, hopefully everybody's finding ways to give and, and things to give. It doesn't have to just be money, it doesn't have to just be financial. It could be blood, certainly, or, or it could just be time and donate time. You talked about the value, I think, in the last episode of the one before, about the value of. Getting the kids in front of these people that you're wanting to help, whether it's going to old folks' homes and just visiting and just being in community with people. um, Just give some people some time, and you'd be shocked to see how much it may change their day.
0: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You know, caroling. Uh, that's oh, one of the yeah. things that back people are day, getting yeah. prepped for and we, and, and even back in the day but I think a lot of people are still doing it today really uh, not, a, not hopefully not uh, annoying people but uh, mm-hmm. just coming by and it's, sometimes it's those little things that you're coming by and, and treating somebody and, and not staying there forever but uh, but sing a little song and then keep on going hopefully you're going to light somebody's uh, world up and then you speak of time and I think one of the good examples I think of what my wife uh, just recently did she posted this um, and she had spent time with her uh, grandmother. And making uh, the the cornbread dressing mm-hmm. uh, for the Thanksgiving festivities that are coming up. I think they did like uh, three or four different batches in order for all these different times that we're yeah, going to be doing yeah. uh, Thanksgiving and everything. And uh, I know, first world problems. But <laughs> the fact that she spent time with her grandmother, and she gave a complete huge story write-up uh, to the point where some people are even talking about, you should write a book. Because you really, uh, the latest couple of, of posts that, that she has done here have been huge stories That typically I don't read uh, these long posts or anything, but with her, it was just it really had me. And uh, oh, I I, thought you meant typically
1: you don't read hers. I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Typically, just (laughs) anybody's post if it's
0: more than a paragraph. I'm like, oh, but um, but in this case, she really had me, uh, you know, enthralled in it and uh, involved in. And a lot of people got emotionally involved with it. A lot of people were talking about they wish they had their grandmother still around Mm -hmm. so they can do this. A lot of people were requesting her to videotape this because it was quite hilarious and some. Of the uh, nice. things that they were doing, and 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 she's not uh, not the connoisseur of being in the kitchen. She likes me to be doing yeah, most yeah, yeah. of the cooking. So when she's <laughs> doing stuff like this, and Mama's kind of teaching her and, and showing her and everything, and she always oh, just hilarious. So, um, but having that time with her uh with their grandmother i think is priceless and that's one of those things you know not only just spending time with grandparents or parents but with our kids you know it's it's the time where they're getting out of school and you want to make sure you're not getting too wrapped up in sporting events or anything where you actually have time to be with your children and and, and really enjoy the time with them
1: yeah i think that's one of the reasons why i've been sick lately i because you're hanging out with your allergies. kids yes literally i think i think it's because we've been i've been real intentional. Um, Because we've been very busy And on top of everything um, It's just been a busy time for us And so uh, I've been real intentional about going outside with the kids, kick the soccer ball, throw the football, throw baseball, and evidently I must be allergic to something because it has kicked my butt for really the better part of a week and a half now. Oh
0: So you're going to have to just go to Wii Sports. I I've guess, been holding this coffin. Yeah, oh, you're Wii about sports. to go. <laughs> there it
1: is. You let it go. But, yes. Uh, but, yeah, for real, uh, hanging out with the kids has been a lot of fun, and we find try to find different ways to do that and also try to find ways to – force them to just play together without us and i think that that's been good too
0: so a great thing that's happening in our neighborhood we've just had uh, a few new neighbors that have just come into the you know the area mm-hmm. uh maybe one's like right next door to us we've had a couple there just two houses down from us having kids that are close to my youngest mm-hmm. uh, avery's age uh and and they have a younger daughter and everything and and The boys are actually getting together, and it reminds me of the days when I was, I mean, they're getting on bikes, they're riding around trails, they're getting out and playing some basketball or baseball, or I think there's motorcycles and four-wheelers involved, but all these little things that are going on, and it just makes me, like, happy um, that that they're experiencing things that i did we're, we really haven't had that opportunity in the time that we've been in this uh, particular neighborhood and everything and that's been almost 15 years um where they've actually had uh kids of, of certain age and everything where they can all yeah. hang out and play so yeah i
1: remember growing up man we were always out I actually playing army i remember playing army and it was nothing like the real army. I will no, have to. You say. You get a stick always, that looks like a machine yeah, gun. Yeah, it was great. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Lucas is actually too. Um, he's got a buddy, and who act? They go to our church too, so he's known him for a while. And they were always like friendly, mm-hmm. but they're in the same class together in kindergarten, and they are absolutely best friends. When he gets home, he's like, "Hey, mom, can I get your phone so I can call Case?" And they'll sit there and like Facetime each other while they're playing video games, and it's it's just awesome. And we just pour into that and just say, you know what? I want you to have a friend. I want you to be um, be kind and develop, like know how to deal with people. So I guess on Sunday they were playing outside, and uh, my buddy Stefan come up to me after. He says, "Hey man, I had to get on to Lucas." I said, "That's okay. I mean, spank him if you got to, man. It don't hurt my feelings." Any <laughs> and he laughed. He's like, "No, but uh, he was pushing. He was pushing a kid, you know." Yeah, on the monkey bars. I was like, oh, no, we don't want to hurt anybody. I was like, who was it? He said, it was Case. I said, oh, never mind. They're they're best friends. There's no way I'm going to stop that. I can't can't help you. Boys are going to be boys. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, just a fun, I think it's a fun time. Obviously, the kids are out on thanksgiving break which means they're um presently at home driving my wife crazy which makes me smile <laughs> um,
0: and we also have to deal with the fact that uh, some of the local radio stations are already starting the christmas music yeah. um however that is peyton's uh, this is his time of year he's got the uh three-piece uh tacky christmas suit he's gotten a new christmas sweater that he has been uh, i think he at least got to wear it one day to school so far and there will probably be more if the temperature is right and so,
1: so we were probably going to get to this later but we'll get into it right now since mm. you left the door open one of the questions i was going to ask as it regards thanksgiving mm-hmm. is what is proper protocol on when christmas stuff comes out because i can tell you i know you got to see my house today mm. and you saw that i have yeah. christmas, Complete I violations. christmas There's three or four violations that i saw yeah. yeah so um normally that is literally what i do do the day after Thanksgiving. It's we get everything out and we just start. Um, but this year Rachel's like, you know what? I really just want to get stuff up early. And I didn't have a good reason not to, other than just my my general like, ah, we should wait and give Thanksgiving its due. Um but I I really like having the house decorated. It's been decorated for really fully decorated for about four days, maybe, maybe a week. And so uh Yeah, but what's your opinion
0: on that? When is the right? So not that I completely enforce it. I probably could be influenced one way, shape, or form, but it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Uh, Is that I've told my family, and they know this, and my wife will repeat this uh, verbatim. It is not officially Christmas until the end of the Macy's Day Parade, and Santa is introduced to all the kids. And then it's time... Then we can immediately, if we need to, if we're not having lunch, which we probably are, but following that is when you start bringing out all the stuff. So I have contemplated maybe stringing up the lights, at least exteriorly of the house. You just don't turn them on. And then we just don't turn them on until it's go time. So that could happen, uh, or we just wait simply till the day after because we are off on Friday, Uh, and Friday will more than likely be... Our decorations day, we get the tree up and all so, that stuff. So, um, but I, that's what I typically do. I wait till after Thanksgiving is over. I wait because we don't wait till Halloween to start celebrating Christmas. We, we have to wait and get Thanksgiving uh, through first. And there's so many things <laughs> that we want to instill in our kids in Thanksgiving first to be thankful and to thank God for everything but I then would counter, you start focusing on the birth of
1: Jesus I would counter by saying is it ever too early to celebrate our Savior which and I know and, God and there's Christmas and in August
0: <laughs> I know this as well and Christmas yeah. in July yeah. and all these things that Hallmark pushes on us to throw mm-hmm. on their TV shows that are so formulaic but mm-hmm. uh, yeah we, we, we do have a lot that uh, we're well, that
1: script I sent in Hallmark is never getting picked up nope so uh, <laughs> that's funny so um, this will be the last thing I say about Christmas decorations because I'm sure we're going to spend some time in december talking about christmas but my favorite decorations i've ever seen anywhere was like a it's a how to get out of doing decorations and what you do is you string up about i don't know four to five feet on your roof of lights okay and then you have them like kind of going toward the ground and then you have a, a Grinch there and it just looks like he's pulling them off and then you're done. Oh, how about you're that? You're done. Like one strand of lights, so, it goes from the roof to the Grinch and you're like, oh, the Grinch got him, and it's that's perfect. Hilarious. How hilarious. Where did you see that? I, I can't remember if it was on Facebook or if somebody sent me a, like a funny meme or oh, something, man, but I saw it a few years ago and I keep telling myself I'm going to do it because we do the same thing every year. I think, I think that this I mean, could be the year to do I think it.
0: we could get that inflatable Grinch and do that. I'm that telling you. That would be phenomenal.
1: It's so good. It's that is so a good. great idea. And the idea. kids will love it. People will love it. And people will drive by just to be like, did you see the Grinch house? How genius is it? That's hilarious. So, oh, I'm going to have to propose this to the family and see if yeah. they'll go with it. But not to get too far ahead, because that's Christmas. Right now, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving and the holiday. Um, you know, We talk about you know, the pilgrims and the Native Americans and, and all of that, and and I'm not that familiar with the history. I know it's great that anytime, anything that brings people groups together. And I think that's what's so good about the gospel is it brings people groups together. And if you don't study the Bible and if you're just like a casual church goer, maybe you don't appreciate um, when you, when you hear some of the people who are interacting through Jesus and through ministry and you, and it's like, Oh, and he was a Jew and he was a Samaritan, like, or a Samaritan. Like you don't, You don't appreciate like they they were like bitter rivals right even the pharisees and the Sadducees or the sadducees as my dad calls them um they they were like very there was a lot of vitriol but these people uh when jesus became a part of their life like it was easier to come together now i'm not saying there's not division in the church because there certainly is because people are in church and people are divisive but the gospel is like a unifying thing and so even though I I understand that the relationship between – um, you know the pilgrims and everything, and the Native Americans didn't work out great. Right. I think that anytime we can try to find those common areas, and even if it's over a meal, it's great to do that. Find find those common grounds and try to bring people together.
0: Yeah, I think that some of the biggest things that can bring people together is two big things. One's music, and, and the other one's food. And, and if you get both mm-hmm. of those combined, it's phenomenal. Which is funny; so, it kind of ties back
1: in the the Live Aid thing. Is one of the quotes by I think Bob Geldorf was the one who. Well,
0: Bob Geldorf uh, headed up Bandit. Aid, which okay. uh that one's a different one so you had live aid and everything i, I can't remember who all bob Geldof this may have it, had some about the
1: one with queen and everybody
0: well well that big one there was so many because you uh, have we are the world which was usa for africa that was okay. headed up by quincy jones and michael jackson and then you've got uh i know that band-aid was formed up by bob Geldof and all them maybe they did mm-hmm. kind of trickle down but into they kind of talked that. about how and then you the, got willie nelson with farm aid
1: you know people talk about <laughs> people talk about uh like language barriers, but they were talking about how like rock and roll, how music is the language well, for everybody.
0: And a lot of what they were doing too, and, and do they know it's Christmas time? I'm sure you've already heard that if you're listening to the radios and doing all that. They were raising money for people in Africa and everything, people who didn't have the ability to even have food uh, and things so that kind of does tie in with your, with your Thanksgiving of giving thanks for what you have, but at the same time giving mm-hmm. uh, of what you have. Uh, not that you got to give, but that you get mm-hmm. to give, that kind of
1: uh, uh, thematic. And I think, too, when you talk about music, one of the things I, I wrote down is so, uh, you know, I, I think I've mentioned it before. If I haven't, I am studying the Bible for college. And um, we just I just kind of finished up the Old Testament, but I really enjoyed the study or the look at um, – psalms and proverbs because we looked at them in a, in a way that i hadn't appreciated maybe them for what they are right and there's there's eight or nine you could argue a ninth uh, literary types of psalms and remember at the base level these psalms were meant to be sung these were these were songs of praise these i mean that's what they were um but thanksgiving psalms were one very specific type of psalm and thanksgiving psalms had a kind of a specific formula in three parts and the first one was a proclamation or a resolve to praise. This is the I will give thanks or I will rejoice. These are those definitive statements that say I'm going to praise, and then they're followed by the report of deliverance or think something that God did. Because these uh, these prayers or psalms of thanksgiving were typically in response to previous psalms of lament where they were petitioning God for something, and so you know they'll say you know I will give thanks. Because God healed me, right? So they always say, "I'm going. I, I'm going to resolve myself. I'm going to decide to be thankful. To do the action of giving thanks because of what God has done. And I'm going to say it specifically so that people know what God has done. And it, it always ends with a concluding praise or instructions for other worshipers. And so usually it's like, you know, rejoice again. I say rejoice or or give thanks. This is just them either saying it again or literally instructing other worshipers and I think it's interesting that very often those were intended to be set to music so people could worship together right. and then give and really, um, and and we've talked about it a lot in our church, a lot of our church leaders and elders and even our pastor come from a, a worship minister background. And so when they talk about worship, worship is not a time to get, worship is our time to give. This is us giving praise to God. And everybody talks about, oh, I just get so much peace when I worship. Well, the peace you get comes from getting in close proximity to the, the master, but really it's about giving, giving him praise. And so when when I think about these Thanksgiving season, this year more than ever, I've thought about those Thanksgiving Psalms and specifically, all right, can I do those three things? Can I resolve myself to praise? Can I decide that I'm, you know, I'm going to give praise and I'm going to name the things that God has done because I'm not ashamed about what he's done. And then... I'm gonna either just say I'm gonna keep praising, or I'm gonna give other instructions. Say, hey, you give thanks for what God has done for you too, and so even though that's kind of music, mostly Bible, they're not they're not separate because again, in, in the ancient times when these were being um, performed, I mean, these were with music and so.
0: And, and we we have been delving into Psalms. We're reading Psalms uh, prior to a service and everything. It's one of our new themes, uh, at least for this past month, I think mm-hmm. we've been kind of going with that. That's awesome. And and what spoke out to me, uh, or, or spoke to me when we were uh, going over them, was Psalm one, which is, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Very close for me to make that sign, mm-hmm. <laughs> because that yeah. was going to go on the church sign, but we decided to go a different angle. But, um, but I did like that one. That one, Kind of stuck in my head when we uh, when we said it when we all were saying it together. It was one of those things that we had talked about. Uh, uh, the pastor and I was like, you know, could do we want to do that? But um, but definitely ties into the whole Thanksgiving. Who are you thanking? We are thanking God for everything that we've given us, whether it be good, whether it be bad. There's a reason for it. Uh, we know we have no choice in what's. Going on, mm. you know, in our lives that God has it all mapped out for us, mm. but that we're just kind of along for the ride, and we thank Him for giving us
1: this ride, giving us this opportunity. Yep. But absolutely. So you, you, so we mentioned music. Now we want to talk about food. I know food mm. is something you, you already talked a little bit about cooking, mm-hmm. um, but. And I know you love cooking, but let's talk food, right? So I know you've already got to have at least one Thanksgiving supper, lunch kind of thing. Yeah, one down, three to go. Well, two to go, two to go, go. two to go. How did
0: that go? No, it went really well. So this is, again, one of those where we go to uh, Joy's grandmother, uh, her house, and it's all the family, the cousins, everybody coming in. So we have that family bonding. Uh, All the kids are, are helping, are playing and uh having fun, we're all sitting back and uh with, with it being Sunday watching some football yeah. uh my son was able to make it up uh the oldest uh, that lives off in, in Tuscaloosa, so you know just a really good time for everyone to be together and then everyone's bringing in their different uh types of food mm-hmm. uh there was one uh that was this yam uh wrapped in i i wanna say it was either puff pastry or um uh the crescent rolls. Okay. like wrapped around it hmm. so you got through the crescent roll and then you get right into the heart of the yam and then you had hmm. the sweetness outside good. whatever that was some kind of glaze and then marshmallows on top of that it was Phenomenal, and for Like, those listening, extremely rich.
1: For those listening, you can simply pause the podcast and go grab a plate of food and then come back, <laughs> come back to the podcast and finish listening. That sounds so good.
0: Well, and then the challenges we have, like, so, uh, you know, Joy did her, uh, the, the cornbread dressing, which she had talked about, and then there was all these desserts and everything to sample out. But there's always one dish. That one stood out to me because there's always one mm-hmm. dish that somebody brings that's something really cool. Joy does a mean Asian salad, too. Okay. And so that one, uh, I think, got some ray reviews. And then uh, one of the things that I like, is uh, getting the kids involved with some of the the making of the items and everything to be eaten. So what Avery and I, they had a school program that was really good, and I think we may have talked about this in the past, um, uh, encouraging kids on nutritional stuff. And one of the things, one of the recipes they had was for a, a turkey uh, quesadilla. Mm. And with the quesadilla came a pear and cranberry salsa. And so, it, I mean, it's very simple. You get uh, a little bit of cumin, uh, some lime juice, the uh, whole cranberry, cranberry sauce, and uh, let's see, cilantro, and then the pear, and you dice everything up and throw it all together, and it's just a phenomenal little dip and everything. You throw some chips. You don't have to do the quesadillas necessarily, but you get some chips out there, and it's a big hit. And Avery really enjoys it because we're, you know, we get everything lined up on the cutting board. And, and he just starts going at it, you know, getting everything ready to go, and then we put it all in, combine it, let it sit uh, for about an hour or two for all the flavors to really combine and everything, and it just comes out, you know, fantastic.
1: And then I know we talked um, previously, I had asked what you're cooking, because I know you, you're... I'm not going to say old enough, mm. but one of the one of the highlights actually one of the things I I not I don't brag, but one of the things I'm so excited to share with others around this time of year is that I'm not responsible for like any of the main courses. Like, you know, me and my wife, well, a lot of people come to our home and we kind of get stuck with dishes and you know, her mom's always great about helping too. Um but as far as having to cook, I don't have to worry about messing the ham up, messing a turkey up. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to stress about it. I am not the patriarch. I don't have to do it. <laughs> mm. And I love that I don't, but I know you, however, do inherit the burden of responsibility. What?
0: For... I wouldn't say it's a burden, but it, it is fun <laughs> uh, to do. And, and I really, I just launched myself into this just recently. So I haven't been doing it in the past. And, and still I have uh, not competition, but other people are doing some of the main dishes as well. It's just, we have so many people, mm-hmm. uh, In some cases that we we can have multiple uh you know things so we got traditional turkeys being made but uh what i got into last year since i'm really getting into smoking meats and things of that nature we're going to smoke a turkey and then i did get a a really good recipe to roast a turkey where the drippings of the turkey is going to go into some ciabatta bread that's underneath and form a stuffing Mm -hmm. uh, with sausage and all that kind of in the bottom of it so it's all getting all these flavors and it's really good so those are the two big things that my mouth is watering now. Uh, those are the two big things that I'll be doing this week. Um, but uh, I, I'm like you. I kind of like doing the sides. I liked. Uh, I experimented with some sweet potatoes mixed with some orange zest, which was new. It's a new I flavor. I believe you brought
1: those to our I group I did. I brought it to our year, Christmas yep. party. Mm-hmm. And
0: so that was something as far as the sides. And then I did do the traditional type of uh, sweet potato casserole that has the crumbles and everything on top. Um, so I've been having fun doing those. Um It is kind of funny in our family, uh, typically, uh, and and I don't know why, but most of the women kind of take over on the cooking side to let the guys have a little bit of a break if we're always the ones that are doing the cooking and everything. So sometimes it's that moment of break. But I found this one to be a challenge. One of these days, and I've told you this many times, I'm going to cave and I'm going to let one of these restaurants that do the turkeys because you always Mm -hmm. go and you'll see particular barbecue restaurants that have just a line Mm -hmm. of people waiting to get their order of a smoked turkey that's been (laughs) done for them. Or I think there's a few chain restaurants that are doing it now that I would love to just see. What their version is Because I see the long line It's got to be a testament To the fact that it's good And so
1: I'm not I'm not one of these people I know that there's a There's a mentality out there That you shouldn't Store by your You know Even like with mac and cheese Right Don't get boxed mac and cheese Make a homemade mac and cheese But you know what If that's not your thing And if that's not what you enjoy Or your family gets Fun time doing Then don't do it Go buy it Have a nice meal And not have the stress Some of the best mac and uh, cheese I made was
0: From the box I just added some Additional cheese to it to kind of bring out, some yeah. Flavors. Our
1: go-to is usually we'll get the big block of like Velveeta, mm. and then we'll put in regular elbows. But then you add cream cheese, and I mean, just that little bit of cream cheese. It and just I'm mad.
0: telling you, that aged Parmesan, yeah, you, that, you throw that you in there, that. it's a game winner.
1: Um, I attempted a similar version of that recipe, um, and I did not use aged Parmesan. I used like the the plain powder stuff. That uh, you no, use no, on yeah, spaghetti. that's not going to do it. it. It didn't quite. <laughs> it, it clumped more than you wanted <laughs> it to, but. Uh, but yeah, so there's there's a few staples for our family, um, and one of the things I love about Rachel's family, and I had already um, eaten Korean food before I ever met my wife, and I remember my uh, grandparents would take us, and they always liked bulgogi, and so I always got spicy bulgogi. Well, that's one of the things that they love, and I mean, so we know that there will be some sort of Asian meat prepared, um, probably some kabi, which is kind of like a steak, like a barbecue steak. Y'all don't steak.
0: do the duck where you... Uh, chop the <coughs> chop the head off right at <laughs> not the Not
1: quite. And then as, <laughs> as queasy as my wife stays right now while she's pregnant, it would not be a good idea. No, event. probably not. But rice with seaweed, um, so those are those are always there. And then just the classics. We got green bean casserole, which is what my wife's gonna make. Um, we make a crock pot dressing. Um, and then we're also going to get um, another pan of dressing I think her sister's going to bring and then I mean there's like deviled eggs so like there's oh, all yeah. the you classic have you eggs, have yeah. to have them. Um, both kinds of gravy you got the brown gravy and then like the turkey the lighter gravy the giblet gravy and so looking forward to a bunch of eating not going to overdo it because um, I've been pretty good i I'm have actually I'm, I'm a lot lighter than I thought I was I thought I'd been gaining some weight and I was about six pounds lighter you, you than say I that, that now
0: we'll, we'll see on the next podcast <laughs> yeah. how we survive I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Game You'll be to, five. Our voices will be different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts. Oh. Um,
1: but another big thing for um, those of us in Alabama, certainly, and in the Southeast, those who like quality football, is we, we're going to roll right into the Iron Bowl, which is, um, you know, as much as Thanksgiving brings families together, I think it does football it? rips it apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, a house divided looking, looking forward to, it's just going to be a good weekend. So I'm trying to get all my homework done, um, that way come Thursday, you know, we're off, don't have to work, get to just hang out and then enjoy a long weekend and then get back after it, I guess the following week.
0: Yeah. And then turn, everything just goes right into full off Christmas mode. Mm-hmm. Um, And and again, the the church, we're going to get more involved with Lottie Moon. There's probably going to be some other um, things that will pop up that we're going to try to get involved with as well. Uh, And Advent. Uh, you know the whole Advent season, and and in the past, um, the pastors allowed uh, families uh, to come up and do like each candle, each uh, each day, or you know each day of the the, the each weekend um, that highlights leading up to Advent, uh, the the season and everything. So I'm looking forward to that, and I'm hoping that maybe we can participate in that again.
1: So. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward. I think that's one of the things that it, for for those who are working in media for churches, this is a great opportunity because it's. We're gonna kind of focus on something, so um, you know, establishing that theme. What's this? What's this year's theme? Because we know, we know kind of what we're gonna do in some in some regards. We know we're to, certain stuff are kind of automatic, um, but looking forward to you know exploring that, trying to bring people in, invite people. Like I said, our church is currently meeting in another building because our church um, had a sanctuary fire, and so uh, we're still waiting on all the uh, the dust to settle and figure out what the way forward looks like with that. But while we're in this season with this other church, we've got an opportunity to not just grow our church, but grow the the church of Christ as a whole. So we're really excited about um, this season. And just, but again, just I think, and and we'll kind of close on just some things we're thankful for. I look back at this year, and it has not been an easy year. Um, But I'm so thankful um, because God has done some really, really tremendous things in the midst of what I would say is a very hard year personally. And I know a lot of people have like had hard years with COVID and stuff, too. Um, but I'm just super thankful, not just um, for what God has done for me, but the support system and the people around me. So um, family, friends like you. Um, and I look at as we kind of end this year, I could reflect on the things that I'm upset about and things that I'm not thankful for. Um, but that would be pointless because I can't change those things. But what I can change is my perspective. And so I'm going to rejoice in the things that I am thankful for and the fact that he's carried me. God has carried me faithfully through all of those things. And so super thankful um, for a challenging year, but that has forced me to grow um, as an individual, as a leader of my family, as a father. Um, certainly I've grown in um you know, my, I don't know what you'd say, not pastoralship because I'm not responsible for a whole lot other than my young adults, but um, just growing in that knowledge and, and just confidence in that. So I'm thankful for a lot of things, but everything, everything just points back to what God has done this year for me.
0: Yeah. And I've, I've looked at my, I mean, I'm just, I'm always thankful for my family and thankful for, uh, you know, what God has done with us in how we're able to not only help our church, but just help people in general, whether it be our neighbors, which is really... Now, just being there for our neighbors in general sometimes i think a lot of people don't get that attention and if it's something that we notice and and my wife may give a call and ask how they're doing and next thing you know they're coming over to our house and thanking us and and just that phone call to check up on them and making sure everything's okay uh or uh, whether it be like me and my son going over and cutting the neighbors grass because they were out with covid and everything and they you know obviously they couldn't they were in a weakened state they couldn't get outside to do anything so we were just we just jumped our lawn went over there and cut their you know, little stuff like that. I'm so thankful that my son's not even debating it, mm-hmm. not even, like, saying, why are we doing yeah. this? You know, he, he he doesn't even think twice about it. He's out there working uh, alongside with me, and, and I, boy, I thank God for that. And then, you know, we have so many things that are going on in our family, I think, that that I can see our walk in faith is just growing ever more so. Uh, this past year, I think, I, well, I know that... Uh, I don't think my faith has been tested it's just so much i think i've just so i think i've seen more development in my faith in my walk than i have in years past uh attribute that to our group uh to my friends i mean you and and you know i mean just all our all our little close-knit people that we have here yeah work. don't give
1: them a shout out they haven't helped with the podcast they don't get a shout out. well that's I
0: why I, all right so no, okay, just jeremy okay, okay. just jeremy <laughs> <laughs> and uh but <laughs> well that is probably going to change next yeah, year yeah, so we're yeah, all going to get hope. together but uh but we have—not only do I have you guys as far as a support group, but—and uh, and I think that's helped immensely. I think when I've had issues and everything, I've never had someone to keep me accountable um, to the degree that I think you guys have. So I cannot be thankful—just uh, so thankful for that. I can't even be more thankful for it. Um, And just seeing how uh, I think my kids are looking at both me and my wife in the example that we're setting, and I hope that we can keep on doing that because we have so many relationships in our lives uh, just around us that that aren't doing that well, that aren't succeeding. And and knock on wood, you know, we're not going to have some of those issues that we can kind of keep us together and keep our family together. And, and, you know, I I think I can see it in all of us in our group uh, that we're able to kind of, you know, be the leaders that we need to be, and giving that example to our kids and everything. So I'm hoping that we can maintain that. But I'm just so thankful for what we have, and thankful for the fact that we're given that uh, that servant uh, heart uh, to know that it's not all about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I just got through talking about all about us, but <laughs> but uh, but it's not just all about us. Is what we can do for others and how we can help others in that walk too, and developing themselves, and hopefully they may get to say boy, this year I've really gotten into it spiritually. You know, I'd, I'd love to have somebody say that. And, and just because not only just for us, not for our influence, but just the fact that they're growing in their faith and getting to know and getting closer to God. Because that's, I mean, that's what it's all about.
1: That is. Well, for those listening, I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving day. I hope that you enjoy um, the rest of your uh, Thanksgiving weekend or whatever you call it. And everybody's, I mean, Black Friday shopping's happening. Oh my. And it's Christmas time, basically. Just but stay at home. And hope order that all right. you had an opportunity to uh, be thankful and, and to be surrounded by friends and family. And uh, more than anything, hopefully you uh, had opportunity to spend some time with God. But I'll close this in prayer, and then I guess we will see you guys in the next one. So God, I just I will give thanks to you today, and I will thank you for God, not just the good things that I asked for, God, I' give you I give you thanks for the things that you've given, God that uh, have have created us to be better. God, I thank you um, for the gift of your son. God, for the gift of your spirit. God, the, I thank you that you were willing to do a work that we couldn't do. And God, so as we spend some moments in, in Thanksgiving, God, I pray that um, we, we turn thankful hearts towards you first. And God, that we turn our giving hearts toward those around us, God, because you have called us to serve others. And God, I thank you for um, the, the way you have blessed us to be able to do that. God, I, I pray in every one of our listeners' lives that they have an opportunity um, that you can reveal to them, for them to give and pour into somebody, God, whether that's time or money or just care or attention or, God, whatever it is that you need from them in that moment. God, we pray that, that they would have that opportunity. And God, I ask that you just continue to watch over us. And God, and we'll just give you thanks and glory and praise for all of it. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Cool. I'm just thankful we had the ability to do this podcast. I'm thankful.
1: I'm <laughs> thankful that you treaded so lightly when you were talking about Joy cooking earlier. I thought, like, no, he's going to no, get that's himself in trouble. He's going to get himself in trouble. No, it's all good. She knows. <laughs>